Hi, I'm Jackie. And I'm Seth. And this is Never TMI. Where we talk about real things. And nothing is ever off limits. Ever. Ever, ever. Ever, ever. Ever, ever. Okay, guys, today is like, today we're dare talking I about, say controversial? Talking about boundaries, Boundaries. Um, this has been a hot topic. Um, hot topics. <laughs> for... <laughs> What is the actual words of that? Hot pocket. Oh, okay. I was like, is that it? Um, this has been quite, again, controversial. Just because, like, I don't know. I Like, whatever. We love we'll get the controversial, into them. though, because I feel like that's where breakthrough happens. Okay. You know? Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, <laughs> but whenever I, like, say what our boundaries are, that, mind you, have been set in stone for literally... Ever, probably like four years now. And, you know, some here and there that we're like, oh, we should probably do something about that. Um, it's definitely an ongoing thing. Yeah, you know? like yeah. But like something Something will come up. Yeah. That's like, wow, this is an issue. And let's set let's, a boundary. Let's talk about it and we, yeah. we'll set a boundary for it because that can't happen again. So Exactly. It's, it's so we literally. Ongoing yes. We literally listed process. them out yeah. for you guys. And we're going to kind of, you know. Some are self-explanatory. Some will kind of give you a little bit of context. And then we just kind of want to like a little disclaimer. We want to say a couple things. So one being, you know, these like boundaries don't equal like trust issues. And that is something that can be a little bit misconstrued. I think when you're setting boundaries, it's like, well, I don't necessarily need to do that because like I trust him or like, if I trust him, I shouldn't need to do this. Or if he trusts me, like we shouldn't need, like this shouldn't need to be a thing. Right. Boundaries are literally so that you don't cross a line. Yeah. It's not like, you know, think of a literal boundary. It's not like that isn't the dangerous point. So you do trust each other. You do whatever. It's like when you pass that, that's when things get a little murky. So like our boundaries, it's literally, to be above reproach. And that is a concept that we have just seen prove incredibly successful time and time again, just from married couples, mentors, yeah. um, books, like we, and, and then personal experience too, like certain things that were like, okay. Yeah. You got to know yourself. You got to yeah. know like your strengths and weaknesses. And sometimes, you know, these might sound some like crazy to some people. They will. And maybe they yeah. are, but like, you got to really think about like, what is your relationship worth? Mm-hmm. And so for us, that's been, you know, again, Jackie's had a, a great vision from the very beginning that I, I'm on board with now, but just like, I want a great relationship. What does that look like? Like, what is our vision for that? And to get to that point, there has to be some set of boundaries to say like, Hey, this is acceptable. This isn't. And so really boundaries foster a healthy relationship they're so necessary and not even just in marriage like yeah with your parents with your friends if you're dating someone you know pre-marriage like engaged you need boundaries in your life to keep you accountable to who you want to become because that's the thing with humanity it's like i'm not gonna achieve what i want to achieve just by naturally not doing anything about it and so a boundary is like a a way to kind of keep you accountable and to put you on a path that's going to get you where you want to be. And, um, so, I think, yeah. yeah, I think too, like I, 
I'll never forget. I asked my dad, actually, my parents have been married for like 30, I think over 35 years. And not only that, cause I, that like marriage or relationship, like is not the bar. It's like a healthy, thriving, beautiful, fun relationship. Like it's, it's, you know, that's what we want. That's what we're looking for. We're not just looking to like last and make it because anyone can, you know, so you just stay married, but like a beautiful, (laughs) like out of this world, like thriving relationship. That is what those are the people I talk to. That's like, "Mm, how did you make this happen? Um, and I'll never forget. I was like, did people think you were crazy? Cause they had some serious boundaries that I was like, wow, I thought it was pretty crazy. You know, he, um, especially, uh, when he was coaching, he coached in the NFL. And so there's women, there's, you know, my mom was clearly not there, you know, uh, for many, many, many hours of every single day. And he always kept his door open. That was just one thing. It was like, all these coaches, like everyone had their door closed. It's your workspace. You know what I mean? And he was literally head coach and he had his door open no matter what at all times. And so women would come in there and he would keep the conversation short. And like, these are things he would communicate to us just like, you know, just cause that's who he is. And I remember asking him not too long ago. I was like, did, did people ever think you were like crazy? Did people ever just like really judge you hardcore? Think you were crazy. And he was like, absolutely absolutely but like look at like i don't care because i have this beautiful product to show for it it's like i don't care like people thought i was crazy my whole life for this this and this but it's like what does their marriage look like you know like i'm happy i'm unbelievably fulfilled and satisfied i don't have to worry about this that and the other i you know i would rather be with my wife than anyone on this planet we're best friends it's like there's so much that comes with like the sacrifice like sacrifice is necessary but like i'll never forget that it was just like so who cares if you if someone thinks your boundaries are crazy like i literally couldn't care less it's like Mm. no i i get where you're coming from and it probably i'm sure it looks crazy especially in today's society but like I know at the end, I mean, our marriage is better for it and will be, and that's what we'll have to go off of. So that's kind of like our heart behind sharing just so you feel like, yeah. I don't know, so you can get an example of like, what are, what are some boundaries? A lot of people are curious about what our boundaries are, but. Yeah. And I think even beyond that though, it's not because <clears throat> the, the game of comparison, I think can really yeah come back to bite people. And yeah. so it's not about comparing yourself to other people and Mm -hmm. comparing our relationship to other people's relationships but it really comes down to like what is going to make it work for you and so like yeah you know we'll jump into it in just a second but like all of our boundaries are agreed upon and very personal to us yeah they're very personal they're very you know individual they're catered to us. Yeah, and so and we, we have are. to set the boundaries that's going to help keep us accountable. And again, like we've talked about, it's based on our own struggles, mm-hmm. struggles based on our own strengths and weaknesses. Mm-hmm. And that's not the same for everyone. So, like, you know, more than just comparing your relationship to maybe someone else's relationship that you look up to, really, I, I would challenge you to look at yourself, look at mm-hmm. your own relationship what do you want that to look like? Mm-hmm. And then how do you get that? And, and so that's kind of what we're, we're talking about. So our boundaries, again, come from, you know, us talking about, hey, this made me feel a type of way that I'm not really okay with. Yeah. And I don't want her to feel that type of way. 
and and, and there's times that we de- we definitely disagree on totally how some someone feels, but for the sake of this relationship, we have to come to an agreement at some point on some terms, and so a lot of that is sacrificial in terms of I'm gonna if if this makes you feel some type of way as crazy as it might make me look doing yeah. it or or carrying this out i choose you over yeah doing something and you know that's going to make you not trust me feel insecure and that is going to have a negative impact yeah it's, it's not like the other person has to be doing something wrong in order to set a boundary it's like yeah, it i know myself thing, i yeah. can be insecure in this that and the other so like let's you know, work with me on that. You know what I mean? Instead of like, no, you're doing something wrong. It's like, I just am not there yet. I want to feel comfortable. I want to feel confident. I want to be, I want to feel secure, but I don't yet. So until then, can we kind of, can you keep me in the loop on this and whatever? So let's get into it. Yeah. So these are just some of our boundaries yes, that we're going to share are, with you guys. Uh, all the boundaries we could think of, honestly, <laughs> that um, we have. Yeah. Right. In a short time frame of just kind of Write them down. Yeah, sure I, I mean, yeah, that some would, that are kind are of like, like set. Main, yeah, yeah, some of the main things that stuck out to us. Okay, so, so number one, let's see, what's number one? <laughs> number one is oh, okay, okay, okay. The probably the the biggest boundary yes. from day one was cutting ties with all past relationships. Yes. Any ex, anyone that you've ever had feelings for in the past, like there has to be a closed door, severing, separating, separating. That's not a word. Severing. Okay. I was like, that's not a word. Okay. Severing. Yes. Agreed. (laughs) There's got to be a severing of those, of those past relationships. And I do want to say, like, I know there's a hundred percent going to be people out there who's like, no, I'm best friends with my ex and whatever. And, that like every situation is so different. I've talked to so many people who are like, oh, my best friend's a guy and we'll get into it later. But like, again, we are passing zero judgment mm-hmm. whatsoever. That might work for you and your spouse or in your relationship, you and your boyfriend, you and your girlfriend, that might be a hundred percent fine. Again, this is just us and kind of like what we stand behind and, and there's reasons for that. And some of these things we'll go into, but Cutting ties completely with all past relationships for us was a just a big, like, we just didn't want any kind of, I don't know. I think it's, I think this is one that's a little bit self-explanatory, but it's like, I am not, I'm not going to be like communicating with my ex-boyfriend, you know, he's not going, we're not following each other on social media. We're not like keeping, because there's so, especially where we were like, sexually intimate with those people that adds a whole new layer of like there's emotions there there's that we're human we're literally human there's emotions there's there's just we just don't want to get in like this murky little area of like oh remember this you know like mentally like our brains are so stinking hardwired for emotion all that kind of stuff so we just, and that was an easy one for us to do. Um, and we were just, it kind of for both of us made sense and just made us feel a little bit more like, okay, like I, that, I get it, you know? Um, so that's one. And I think you also have to ask the question, like, what is the wise thing to do? <laughs> and, um, you know, 
yes, this might not be the case for everyone, but like Jackie's saying, if you've had physical relationship with people of your past that you're still in connection with, like it it's not to put it past anyone that like if I'm in a relationship that's worth committing to, mm-hmm. you know, if you're pursuing a serious relationship with someone, like ask them how they feel about that because maybe they're yeah. not going to say anything about it but that might make them really uncomfortable. And if you really care about them, I I think it's worth to ask the question to say, hey, if I talk to this person, does that make you mm-hmm. jealous? Does that make you feel something? Totally. That, because, you know, that's that's going above and beyond to, to try to put yourself in their shoes. And we both would feel that same way. Absolutely. Um, I also, I, yeah. Oh, go ahead. No, go ahead. Go. No, go. I feel like, it, that's a great point. Like, I feel like Seth would, his personality, he's never going to be like, I kind of always wanted him to be the jealous type. I'm like, aren't you jealous? <laughs> like, You know, it's like, aren't you going to like fight for me? He's just, he's not that way. He will harbor it. Like it will happen, but it'll just be in his mind where I'm very vocal and like expressive. He's not. So like I could be doing something that like, it takes a while for him to be like, this isn't my favorite and I don't know how to tell you. So I'm not going to say anything, but like, it'll come out in different ways. So definitely, I think that's a great point to just kind of like check in and be like, I mean, if you're in a relationship, you're going to have to learn how to like, I'm going to elevate your feelings and literally put you before me. That's just, um, the way it should be. So it's like, I'm going to ask you and, and if you don't love it, even if I feel like it's hundred percent fine, there's so many things that I'm like, I would never, xyz but if this makes you feel more comfortable i'm a hundred percent willing to do it and that's literally love so and again it's also coming down to the concept of like protecting your heart Mm -hmm. and i think you know so many times we think that like oh this person cheated on someone so that makes them a bad person but like is it really that much worse if someone is continually thinking about something Yep. in your mind or in your heart, even though they're not acting on it. Totally. Like, would you want your spouse to be, I don't know, while we're, <laughs> while we're doing it, do you want your spouse to be thinking about like a past lover? Like, yeah. Exactly. How would that make you feel? Like these are some of the things that you like real. While you know, we're real doing talk. it, you mean sex while we're having sex. That's yeah. like our code word. We're like, oh, do you want to do it tonight? Like that's, <laughs> I mean, like everyone's different, but I'm like, I don't know if they'll know what that means. But like, that's just, we so say like, like, oh, do you want to do it tonight? But anyway, yeah. just. So clarity. it's like the concept of, of protecting your heart. Yeah. And being, being above a keeper approach. of your spouse's heart. Like, yes. okay, what's going to make you feel yeah. loved, trusted, trustworthy of me and, and stuff like that. So. Yeah. Okay. Another one. Communication with the opposite sex. This is this is a little spicy one that people, you know, like, I don't know. I get it. It can be a tough one. But again, this is just us. And this is just. They know that though. Our boundaries. I know. I just so want to like, I don't it. want anyone to feel like this is the right way. And the way you're doing is wrong. No, we're just literally communicating our boundaries. Communication with the opposite sex, um, including. uh Oh including like me or like say if Seth is on a text thread or not a text thread. If he, if it's like a, a woman texts him for work or something, 
if it's not weird, like he's kind of in a, a little bit more like open and free um, work realm. So he's in like real estate investing, all that kind of stuff. So like, it's a little less like you're working with this one person all the time, um, but there are women involved. And so if a woman texts him, he will either let me know or he'll include me on the thread. If it's like, if it makes sense, you know, it doesn't always make sense and that's fine. But like, um, it's just like a way of keeping each other accountable. Like he's not just like back and forth, like, Oh, this is just, this is for work. Um, it's like, I'm going to keep you aware of like what's happening for me. Same thing. If like, you know, if, if I don't know that, that doesn't really happen, but if a man were to text me just personally, I'd be like, Oh, Hey, just by the way, whatever. And it doesn't need to be like this fr frantic, crazy thing, but it's just like, we're keeping each other in the loop at all times. If there is like communication with the opposite sex period, it just, that's eliminated so much crap in our marriage. And so much like, I like, I don't know. It's like, I, we're good. We're, that's already like, we just, we know what's going on. That's not like something we need to be like, is there anyone at work that like, I don't know about that you're talking? It's like, nope, we are very aware. Um, and I think the other thing too is like, obviously there are some people who have situations where that is totally. non-negotiable. Like for my work, I have to communicate with these people who yep. happen to be of the opposite sex than I am. Yeah. And <laughs> it's funny too, like, I don't know, sometimes Jackie... I'm thinking of one what? one specific instance where there was a female that we were working with for a real estate transaction who one would consider to be she attractive. was pretty she was she was she was a, I mean I looked female. her up is that crazy <laughs> if, uh, but those like uh, those that generated additional feelings on top of it and so just like because it's like you're not only a woman it's like okay, you're literally just like, it just in person hanging out. Like, I don't know what your conversation looks like. It's like that. So needless to say, these boundaries were helpful because it's like, I know there's no, like, there's no guesswork. It's just like, okay, that's kind of scary. That's a little scary. But like, I mean, I'm so thankful even, even that, like, even the fact that we have these boundaries the communication was so open to where I could literally ask him like, you know, is she attractive? It, it, it's like, he, he already knows it's like bare minimum to keep me involved. So like, I don't have to just hound him and be like, is there anyone lately who you, it's like, no, we're aware. So it's like, I just want to let you know, she's around my age. And I was like, okay, or is she like attracted? Well, I'm just, I'm like trying to gauge and you, you can always tell when something's a little different situation, you know, where it's not like a 70 year old woman who you don't have to worry about, but like if there's a little bit more extra communication and you're kind of like, okay, like, is she cute? Like, what's the deal? And he's like, I'm not attracted to her whatsoever, but like, she's an attractive woman. And it's like, okay, <laughs> like not the best thing to hear, but like, it is what it is. This is life. You know what I mean? So like, I was just that, that's just an example of like, I don't know where the boundaries come. And it's like, okay, great. Like we already know how to handle this. We already know like what to do. I know you're not going to cross a line because we have these boundaries set in place. Um, whereas, you know, if we didn't, if I would be like petrified, 
Oh my gosh. Oh no. Whatever. It's like, what if she does this? What if she thinks you're attractive? And what if she's like trying, it's like, no, we already have this long list of boundaries that are set in place to like set us up for success. So it was like, okay, like good to know moving on, you know? But, and I guess my point though is if it's necessary in your situation and you would choose to adopt this as a boundary, um, just always disclosing totally whenever, whenever you're communicating with them, it's like, you know, Oh, this person texted me today. This is what we talked about. But but then also keeping it, you know, strictly business, if it's a business relationship or, Mm -hmm. you know, whatever, whatever it might be, but keeping it strictly to, this is, this is the only thing we're going to talk about. And I'm only talking to them because I, it's required of me to do my job or whatever that might be. So, and that leads us to our next one, which is one-on-one with the opposite sex and keeping business business. Um, one on one. Oh, like in like in person. In person, yeah. like situate yeah. in the car. Like again, some of like <laughs> sometimes it's a non negotiable to yeah, work one on one. Like the, yeah. there's nothing you do about that sometimes. But we really try to to avoid those situations. Yeah, and these are times when it seems crazy. <laughs> Literally, like, and we're aware of job, that. <laughs> I I had a job when we were in California, mm-hmm. and um, we only had one car at the time. Yeah. And I worked on a very secure military base. And if Jackie needed a car in a day, she would go and drop me off at the front gate. I would check in and then I would have to walk a solid mile. <laughs> it was probably it was probably a mile to our job site, yeah. which was fine. Like, you know, I, I didn't mind a little it. walk with your lunchbox. <laughs> yeah. But there was one time like this is how I'll tell this is how the yeah. boundary came up. There was one time there was a lady who was working with the same company on the job. A lady as in she was younger, you know. Yeah, she was probably within 10 years of me. And um, I'm walking and she offers me a ride and I take the ride because it's like, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> I'll take it. I don't feel like walking at 630 in the morning yeah. right now. And um, so later, I, I think I get home. I tell Jackie somehow she finds out. And, um, it's just like, oh, that doesn't sit well with me. Like you're in a car with a, it's like a personal a space. Female. Mind you, this is a boundary my parents have always had. Mm-hmm. So like that on top of it was like, yeah. Ooh, I don't love this. And there's a reason for that. And I don't even know why it doesn't sit well with me, but like, I don't love the one-on-one in the car. It's like, you yeah. guys could have been listening to music. Like, Oh <laughs> yeah. Like I love this. Song. Like it could have been like. It could have been absolutely nothing, but it could have been something. And that was what was like, oh, and mind you, I was a, a lot more insecure at the beginning of our relationship just because of. Yeah, this was probably the whole thing. Not too and far after the lying and all that kind of stuff. So there was very little trust there. So Yes. I, and, and that's I had to earn her trust back. And but so, still, it's not like I would like go back on that. I feel like very yeah. passionately about that now. Um, because people are people and you just literally never know. There are too many like stories that we hear all the time from like people that you're like, what? Like, mm-hmm. no way. Like he cheated on her or she cheated on him. Or like, they were so like, it's, it happens all the time. Cause people are people. It's not like they're terrible people. It just means. And that's the point of a boundary though. It's like, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm putting this rule in place so that I'm not 
putting myself in a place of temptation to, you know, to mess up or to jeopardize something that I've been working so hard to maintain or to hurt someone that I really do care about. Like that, that is the point of a boundary. It's, it's not again to restrict your freedom. It's really so that you can live in the freedom of, you know, the, these, yeah. Um, what do you call it? I, I don't want to keep saying uh, boundaries. Yeah, parameters. That's a great yeah. word. Within these parameters that you set up for yourself so that you can be successful and so that you can obtain and achieve. And also feel free and like that there is like trust and security in your relationship. Like Because it, it's honestly more freedom for me as well. Like knowing that yeah. if I was to get in a car with a female for Jackie, knowing that that makes her uncomfortable and then knowing now I have to tell her that I did that. Yeah. It it's like <laughs> immediately I'm hot and bothered because like uh, I I'm dreading the yeah. fact that now I know I have to tell her that yeah. this happened and I know that she's yeah. not even. And again, it, we agree on these things. It's not like uh-huh. he thinks I'm crazy and I think he, he's crazy. It's like, but we, I can live without that extra stress if yeah. I just choose to say like, "Thank you," but today I'm just gonna walk and and he did and and. I have literally appreciated that so much. And it did in a time where I was so insecure and had like very little, um, confidence just, uh, and, and there was not a lot of trust in our relationship. It felt like that went so far for me, just knowing that like he was willing to do that. And that just improved our marriage alone. But either way, that still is a rule today, period. Um, next one, uh, social media, you know, we, Seth doesn't really have social media, but like, if he did, we kind of talked about this. Cause I'm like, there's so many people who are like, my husband's following so-and-so or, you know, whatever. So we, if Seth had a social media and we've talked about it, if he had um, an I, Instagram, I, did, I used to have social media he used to. And yes. as a way of just severing ties with past relationships and yeah. communication of, you know, the opposite sex, whatever. That was kind of a big, um, what do you call it? Just kind of like a, I would say like a step. Yeah. It, like it was saying, a, Hey, I'm not like, I'm not because that was kind of the only the reason he way. had it that like, he didn't need it for work, which some men do. Yeah. Um, so it kind of, which again, and I did not ask him to do any of this. Like, I don't want you guys to think I'm psychotic, but <laughs> I did not. I mean, that was like him, his doing his, you know, uh, I just felt like it was the best decision for me personally yeah. and for our relationship to get rid of. I think I think I literally had Facebook and LinkedIn, but yeah. If he did have social media, we kind of said like and agreed upon the fact that he wouldn't. He or I, I don't either. Like unless there's like a reason, and it's a little different because it's I, I don't know. I guess it's not that different either way. We're both not following like people of the opposite sex, just for no reason so like if i don't know the person or if i um if there's no like family tie or and not even just family but it's like you know say there's like this health guru or something that i'm like able to learn from like that's fine but if i'm just following someone i'm like oh he's handsome like no um and then for him like unless it's family or it there's like a reason 
he's following these people, like it would just be an L. Like there's no reason you need to just be like seeing other women for no reason. No. Um, especially if you're, if they're like attractive, it's like, what, what do you, what, what's the reason? Like, what do you need to be seeing in their everyday life that applies to you in any way? Um, so yeah, that's a pretty self-explanatory one for us. And then the next one is passwords, having every single password to yeah. everything. Yeah. And that's always, you know, that's just living transparent with your spouse. Yeah. So at, like, I can't remember the last time we like, yeah, that's probably anything. A, a minor one, but it's like, if I ever, and even not, not even just like knowing the passwords, but if I was to ever say like, Jackie, can I look at your phone? Like, she's never going to be like, no. Like, yeah. And that's, it, yeah. So sketch in and of itself, but it's like, there's a, an open relationship to the things that I have are also yours. And just, we live in an open marriage, yeah. an open relationship to where you have the freedom to ask me. Anything. Yeah. Like you have access. Dis- it's like, what am I, I hiding? Disclose what, yeah, I'm not trying to hide anything. So and there's that's, that's a red flag. I always feel like that's a red flag. If like, if I'm like, like, oh wait, no, hold on. It's like for what? Like no, <laughs> then something is off there, and um, or something's just maybe not as like open or transparent as like it probably should be. And so we just we have each other's passwords. Not it's not like we're like oh here's this password and here's the but just to like email, cell phone, all that kind of stuff. And again, I think it's been years since I've like gone through his email. Like I don't, I can't remember if I've ever done that before or if I would, but like just transparency, I think um, that's helpful. The next one. So yeah, we'll kind of transition to more like relationship. Yes. Boundaries here. So we do not use the word divorce in our relationship. Yeah. You know, that's, that's a, um that's a no we a just non-negotiable don't. unless i am dead serious and there's something that has absolutely severed that, like unless that i'm would really be just being unfaithful like if a exactly was unfaithful. Yes. but even still and i we i know we've <clears throat> briefly talked about this this would be an interesting topic that maybe do a podcast on in the future but like divorce and you know yeah there's still people who work through yeah. Relationships where people have been unfaithful. unfaithful absolutely. So it's just, and that's something it, it's hard to speak on because we've never yeah. been in that situation. So, but for us, yeah, we don't use the word divorce because, you know, when we entered into this covenant relationship, we were both committed to the relationship, knowing that love is a, an action, you know, it's a verb. It's not just a feeling. And, and yeah. So, so when that feeling goes that away, work, yeah, it's yeah. like it is what it is, and that's what we committed to. But, yeah. um, I, I mean, you, you enter into marriage with so little information, so little information. Like we hardly knew each other. Um, so it's but even not. If you knew the person. I heard this recently. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so it was like, I've been married f- to five different people, but it's been the same person over. Yeah, I think they they were married for like fifty years. Yeah. But the point was like, you know, every, you know, decade roughly, yeah. like you are becoming a new person. You change and grow and your style. You're growing, you're yeah. like 
you know, the things that you like and dislike are changing. The things constantly. you believe, the, the way yeah. that you think about things, your and personality. So like, you are not the same person that you were 10 years ago. Like if I think back to who I was in high school, I'm not, yes, I'm the same being, but like my tendencies, the things I like and dislike. Totally. Like my habits are totally different now than they were then and so and they'll continue to change and it's like it that i i'm committed to seth gibson uh, yeah whoever Not he who i married yes. on yeah no it's like if <laughs> whatever yeah lord, praise the lord um <laughs> thank god for technology and reminders let's oh my gosh just throw that out yeah there. <laughs> um okay next no sleeping in separate beds that's just it doesn't happen um Again, I like I have a sister and it's funny. She sleep they sleep in separate beds all the time because she's like he snores and I she she literally sleeps like never because she's the most sensitive sleeper ever. So like it again, so different for everybody. For us, like we don't, you know, I can handle snoring like my my other sister who does snore, um Brooke. <laughs> she literally snores all the time and everybody was always like Jackie you can sleep with her like if we went on trips it was like Jackie and Brooke sleep together because Jackie's the only one who can handle her snoring so like obviously we don't have anything like that to where whatever but if we're in an argument I would say specifically in an argument like obviously we sleep in separate beds if we're traveling or whatever do I I snore yes Seth you literally snored last night ouch loud like it's loud but I I'm fine with it that's why you married me. So I tune it out and it's fine. But yes, especially when you're sick. Woof. Um, but I know I can't too. I talk in my sleep. It's kind of crazy. But anyway. Um, I can't believe that. <laughs> we don't. Shock over here. <laughs> we don't sleep in separate beds. And that just is to keep like, it's like, look, I can't stand you. you. And now will yeah. we be on the opposite corners of a bed? absolutely if he falls asleep i'm like i literally i'm raging all i see is red but like you know what it it it's just not necessary so we just kind of keep it's just i don't even a way to be like i still love you like i i literally hate you but i love you um okay next what's next next is we don't talk poorly about our spouse to other people you can still seek advice and so, yes, and so that's just, you know, and I would say especially with Jackie's situation where she has a million siblings. four other sisters. Yeah. Yeah. You know, they're so close and they talk all the time and it's just, it's hard to really, it's really hard to keep a secret in this family. <laughs> there, there are no secrets, <laughs> essentially. But, you know, even with her sister, she's done a great job of, um, you know, at least to my knowledge, which I, I do trust her. She's done a great job of not throwing me under the bus when yeah. I know that I'm acting in ways that is just unacceptable. Mm-hmm. And so she's always tried to protect our relationship and put our relationship first, even above relationships with her sisters and her siblings that she's had for many more years than we've ever even known each other. And, it's because she prioritized our relationship. And, yeah. And so I really appreciate that from you. Um, and that really is more just to protect, you know, it protects me, but it protects us. And um, I think too, like, you know, it, 
it's it's okay. Like me and my sisters, a hundred percent, we'll get together and we'll talk and kind of discuss. But I think, and and also seek advice. It's like you know, yes. I'm never afraid to be like, maybe you should, you know, try this or try right. that. Yeah, and it's not to say that you can't talk about issues. Totally, like that is. I would say that that's necessary. But if but you're like, just getting together to like degrade each yeah, other, yeah, if you're just gonna gossip and say like, "Wow, Seth sucks at this," sucks. or "Seth did this," <laughs> and just like it's always in an edifying way, and it's not that you can't seek counsel or seek advice on things, but even in those those moments, yeah, it's not a degrading conversation to to, and it's noticeable too. Like, it kind of raises the bar for like other people to be like, "Oh, like she respects her spouse," like she's not willing to just like rag on him and, and, and then they're able to be like, I don't know the cut. It, it sets the tone. It's kind of like when you get together with like some girls and all that's happening is like, you're just tearing other women down. It's kind of just like, "Mm, let's talk about something else. You know what I mean? Like it kind of sets the tone and then you're all just like talking crap about people and that's not okay. So like when someone is willing to just raise the bar a little bit of conversation, like, my sisters too are not the type of people like that are just, like, we kind of know it's like, uh, it's like um, a known fact that we're not just going to like sit and I won't let her, I won't let my sibling, they won't let me like half the time we're taking the spouse aside because it's like, no, like, you know, whatever. So it, it can also kind of raise the bar of conversation and kind of, you know, for the people that you're talking to just show them like, no, I do respect my spouse and therefore I won't let you talk crap about them either. You know, it's like, yeah, he's, we're frustrated. We're in an argument or whatever. But like, even yesterday, as an example, my sister called me and was like, I'm just so frustrated and here's what's happening. And it's like, I can give her like some advice and also like, you know, she can confide in me and feel safe and know that it's a safe place. Cause I'm not going to sit there and be like, he does suck, you know? Cause it's like, well, you love the man. It's not like you're not coming here to like, for us to just like hate on your husband. So being able to like give advice and all that kind of stuff, it just, I don't know, raises the bar a little bit is my point. But. And you know, it's interesting, interesting too, is like, as we've, you know, done these boundaries, over years mm-hmm. it's interesting because you then will start to actually pick up on other people and again it's it's not to judge but like yeah i can think of conversations i've been in where i'm talking with people and you hear the way that they're talking about their spouse and you're just like you're like oh wow like yeah i'm so sorry <laughs> yeah it just makes you or aware it, you know, and you're like, like oh i feel bad you know like that that sounds really bad or you know and it just kind of is a telling sign of like you your relationship is really struggling yeah and and then we're human so it kind it's like it's hard not to judge because you're giving me so much to judge and it's just like then i have to watch myself and not be like he does really stink like that's annoying and it's like i have to be like okay no 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 you know so it's like it's even if the people I'm talking to are wonderful people. Like they're still human. My sisters, some of the best women I know, the best women I know, they are still judgmental. They're still people. They're still women. They're still whatever. So it's like, I, it, it's just to, to, I don't know, kind of help their hearts too and, and help them to be, mm-hmm. you know, their best instead of giving them so much to be like, yeah, he does suck. Um, 
Okay, next is, you know, we kind of, we don't really have like a time limit rule, but it's like we deal with our conflict, um, you know, trying not to go to bed angry. That is something that we, you know, full disclosure definitely don't have down. So we can still go to bed frustrated. Yeah. But for the most part, it's like, I, I mean, I will, I'll say at least someone says sorry, at least. It's not like... Yeah, it's like I the, can't stand I think you. Good night. Our boundary but like, is yeah. the conflict is never resolved or over yeah. until it's been talked about. And so, yes, and I I know just from growing up, my parents, their relationship is like, you know, not to put them on blast or anything. If yeah. they if they hate this, I I love you. Love guys. you. <laughs> but it's also you know not to say that it's right either. But there would be days. Yeah. Maybe even weeks without conversation because it's just harbored bitterness. You know, bitterness and yeah. anger because someone got offended for something and and um didn't talk about that it. just really drives a wedge in your relationship. And so it's like yes, you know, I think like Jackie said, this is probably the one that we struggle with the most. Yeah. And I would say our ultimate goal is to never go to bed upset with one another and that's you know it takes two people so like i might be okay but jackie might not be and so you know there's a balance there of like okay if i know she's not okay but i choose to go to bed you know then i'm upset with him i'm like you know i'm not okay like yeah, at and, least and, apologize or know. talk about it and but it happens but all there's the a time responsibility yeah. for her too to like say hey to i'm not okay with this so i need to address this because Totally. I, want, I also want to go to bed. At, That's you know, not to say, though, that like the next day, I mean, typically the next day is going to be like the good conversation instead of like, well, I'm sorry. And it's like, yeah. well, I still can't stand you, but okay, thank you. Um, So it's not like it has to be resolved before you go to bed, but just like at least ending the day on like, I love you and yeah. we're in this together. And like, I'm not just going to let this roll over and roll over and roll over and then you know, cause that those feelings are there and they need to be like dealt with. So you're free from them so that you can like right. move on and be good with each other. Yeah. The point is that you're not just like harboring these feelings and you're adding layers upon layers after argument, after argument that over time you're just going to explode. Like yeah. you want to resolve conflict in a timely fashion and not carry the burden of, you know, hate or, that's yeah, where I'm thinking of a grudge. Okay. Yeah, you don't yeah. want to hold grudge. grudges towards your spouse. And so yeah. that that's really the heart behind that. Okay, next, um, this, this is probably the last couple when it comes to like our relationship, and then we'll get into like sexual boundaries. I would say, um, just to end out these couple, if conflict escalates to yelling, then we just are not going to discuss. So we're not just going to get into a yelling match and like disrespect each other and get crazy. Like mm -hmm. if one of us starts raising their voice, we're either like calm down or, or we're not going to communicate. So like, I definitely am the one in the relationship that can get more passionate, aggressive. I try not to yell, but it's something that I struggle with. I've always struggled. Like since I was a kid, my sisters would literally think I was insane. Cause I'm just like, it's just the way that I, I'm a very, very passionate, and for some reason, I feel like talking louder 
gets my point across better. Um, I could just be so aggressive. And so I've, I'm, it's something I'm constantly working on that I've gotten a lot better at. But like, if I start to raise my voice, he's like, no, we're not talking right now. And then I, and that it's like the beautiful thing about boundaries. Like you set a boundary and the other person had like, there's nothing I can do about it. So like he can sit there and just not respond. If I'm like, no, I am going to yell. It's like, I have to calm down and then because, we'll com- continue to communicate. Yeah. Because I know too, like when, when someone is, when Jackie is yelling at me, I'm, I'm not listening to her. Like I will, I he will shuts down and so I'll hard. shut down. Yeah. And it's just like, it's not you productive. Could say the, the truest, most important thing, but I'm not going to hear it because yeah. of the way that you're talking at me. And so like, um, it's definitely, you know, it's, it's kind of on the other person to say like, Hey, like this is at a point that's, yeah. you know, I'm not going to put up with this, the way that you're talking to me. And Jackie's using herself as, herself as an example, but it, it goes both ways. Mm-hmm. And so it's kind of up to the other person to say like, Hey, like I'm not yeah. going to allow you to talk to me in this way. So I'm, I'm setting a boundary of, which is when you healthy. can calm down, yeah. like go calm down and then we can talk about it. But you know, it just keeps it from getting crazy. Yeah. So that's that. Yeah. No arguing in front of the kids. You can still disagree. Like, it's yeah. not like you can't like have a back and forth conversation, but like, you know, no arguing. We don't argue in front of the kids. We try our best not to like, sometimes we can give dish a little sass to each other mm-hmm. but your kids notice it like kennedy will straight up be like no mommy like what and we're like oh no we're fine like the other day we were just having like a funny conversation and i think we were just like relaying a convert or something like and we were like oh no we're just talking but you could tell it was like oh i can see like it's a different tone and she was like no mommy like and it was like no we're literally just having a conversation but they just know and can see everything and so we just always and that's something my parents always did like we could tell there was tension but like they would never just sit there and have an argument in front of us and I always really 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 respected and loved that because we felt secure it was like you're not you like we're here you know what I mean so like it's almost uncomfortable too if you're just gonna like have a little like again disagreement is fine but if you're gonna like argue in front of us it's like okay this is very uncomfortable so we just try to not do that Um, i think to that point though too it's like even kennedy she can kind of like take sides like totally the times that we have done it it's like oh like i side with mommy or daddy because like yeah she's three it's like she doesn't know anything and, and so really it's to protect our relationship with each other and then also to protect our children from, you know, a bias of like, cause no mommy's you know, mean or daddy's human. mean. Like we're not perfect. Yeah. We yeah. are going to argue like that's part of a relationship. Yeah. And it's healthy. Relationship. Yeah. And so it's not that we're trying to hide that from our kids. Like we, they know that we get in arguments and we disagree on things, but limiting, you know, the effects of that, yeah. And the exposure of that, I think, is really the heart behind that as well. And then the last one for the kids, having to do with the kids, is agree upon disciplinary actions for the kids and let each other know before doing so. Number one, it helps each other to calm down. Um, and it just kind of keeps us in loop. So, for example, if Seth is like, okay, I'm going to discipline her, 
he's able to calm down for a second and not just like respond out of anger. But also I know, like I'm a, I'm just aware of like what's going on, what's happening. How was the day? How are things going? Like we both work. And so, you know, it's helpful for me to be like, okay, like she had a harder day. So like, I'm, I'm going to need to be aware of that. Like, you know, she, I'll have a little bit more grace for her. She's going to go to bed a little earlier. Like it just kind of helps us to stay on the same page and be like, I had a very different day than you did. So like, you have no idea. So, you know, even if Seth is gone the entire day, me being able to be like, the day was okay. She, this, she, that she got in trouble for this, whatever. Um, but if we're like both home, we kind of try to like express to the other person, like, I just letting you know, like she is going to get in trouble for this because whatever. And it just, it gives us a second to process and also the kids a second to just like, we're not like responding out of anger. Yeah. Okay. Lastly, to wrap this up, we're going to kind of end with our sexual boundaries, if you will. Um, I think these have been incredibly helpful and important. Um, so I'll let you, Lou, you go for it. And I hope that you guys can see too, as we go through this, like we're talking about issues that are relevant to us. And again, if you go back to our first, our first full podcast, we yeah. kind of explain the story, but there's issues of me lying. <laughs> you know, there's issues of porn porn addiction and drinking yeah and so like just dishonesty overall but like yeah these these especially are very catered to us yeah and so like that is why we have these boundaries and again our challenge to you is not to just take these because that's what we do but to look at your relationship to know your differences to know your strengths and your weaknesses and then to establish really just an open communication with your spouse or your significant other to allow for accountability in your relationship. That's that's really. Yeah. From outside people and with each other and just, yeah, discern like what's going to work best for us. Mm -hmm. And that's what we did. And that's why like we love our boundaries. You know what I mean? Like they're they're We love them because they are molding us into the person or the people that we want to be. And our marriage, our relationship, like it's the one that we want, you know, we're headed in the right direction and that's something that we always want. So, so I would say our, our first one for, you know, sexual boundaries is really discerning entertainment. And what we mean by that is, you know, we're not going to put ourselves in situations where we're watching, you know, x-rated movies we're not going to i'm not trying to put myself in a a situation where i'm watching a movie that's got sex scenes nudity like just because i know myself i know my past i know my struggle with pornography and again i'm trying to guard my heart for jackie and towards jackie so like what is your relationship worth and (laughs) i think the first example that comes to me is the Wolf of Wall Street. Like I've heard so many people. Mm-hmm. It's funny how many people say that that's such a great movie. And but he won't watch I, it. I can't allow myself to watch it because of what I, I know have is begged in him it. to watch it. I, I mean, not begged him. Like I respect his 
boundaries for himself too. Like I, I love it and respect that. Like he's like, no. And I've like, let it go. But I'm like, Seth, it's such a good movie and we can like pause it, whatever. And he's just like, I don't need that. So very respectable. But, um, like, I don't know. I think it's important to know who you are and what you struggle with. And that is something in his past that he struggled with big time. And so it's just like, it sounds so crazy and so like spiritual and probably kind of lame, but like, it is what it is. And, you know, I think like, I don't know, like, it's funny. Cause I can like picture people saying these things. And I would just, in my mind, it's like, man, that's so lame, like nudity, like, so what? But like, I don't know. I think, I think, you're the coolest guy I know. And it's Thank not you. lame. It's really <laughs> respectable. And like, it is what it is. It's like, that's something it like for him to know himself like that. And for me, of course, like if there is like nudity and something like he'll close his eyes. And I think that's great too. Cause like, no matter what, I don't care if I looked like, I don't know, whoever is amazing and attractive and the best body ever like him looking at like a another pair of boobs is like not gonna be my favorite thing in the world um and so it's just like to keep him above reproach especially um in that area and for me to feel secure like women just really need security it's like i i need you to think that my body is enough sufficient enough for you i need to feel like you're attracted to me the most and that's not to say he will never not be attracted to another woman he it happens all the time i'm sure well i shouldn't say all the time but like it happens and there's men i'm sure that i will be attracted to or that i have been attracted to within this marriage it's what you're like doing with it or if you're acting on it or if you're like oh i'm going to continue to look at this like woman's boobs on the screen like i'm I don't know. It's just that that is just dangerous territory. So that is just something like you got to just know what for you. And like, there's things for me that like, I like, I've never seen 50 shades of gray. I know that sounds really dumb, but like, I think, I think we were like dating when it came out and I was like, you and I aren't having sex. So like, I would love to watch this, but like, it's just something I just knew or even romantically, like, and I haven't, that hasn't been like a massive issue for me, but like thinking about like, I don't know, sometimes women, it can be like, I can like super compare. What's really funny is like the bachelor or the bachelorette or which one the bachelorette seeing men just like drool and die over these bachelorettes. I can tell you, I come home from like bachelorette night with my sisters and I have like an attitude with Seth because I'm like, you don't want me as bad as these people want her, you know? And it's like, no, duh. They're on literally a dating show. They don't know anything about each other. They're not, they haven't married for five years. They don't have two kids. So you just have to kind of discern. And will I stop watching the bachelor? Absolutely not. But like, I can be aware of like, Hmm, this is maybe something I should be mindful of and, you know, not come home and just compare and all kinds of stuff. So just know yourself and set a boundary there. But um, the next one is Covenant Eyes. He has an app. Oh, I mean, I can let you speak to that because, like, I don't really 100% understand it. But why did you get the app in the first place? And then. So, yeah, Covenant Eyes is it takes the place of, like, your web browser for. So know, instead of, like, Safari, it's right. Covenant Eyes. And, you know, 
with my past addiction to pornography, this was a, an app that allows for accountability mm-hmm. for whatever you search. And so the way it works is, you know, it's a subscription. So it's a monthly subscri- subscription. I think it's $15 a month. Yeah. Roughly. And you essentially have an accountability partner or partners that you can add to the account who get updates weekly to see what you've searched. And and um, it'll also block content that would be questionable. And I'm sure there's a whole bunch of settings that you can set in there as well that I don't quite remember. But, you know, I use Covenant Eyes still. And the uh i really have one account accountability partner left who actually at, doesn't even use the app anymore but i know that they're on there and i know they still get my my updates and it's not that i i struggle with pornography anymore but it's like i again i ask myself the question like what is my relationship worth and is it worth me putting myself in a situation where i could fall back into these old habits. Yeah. And it's it's crazy. It's like even if you just open up a web browser online and the articles, the pictures that you're immediately exposed to, it's like, no, I, I'm going to just choose to pay the $15 a month even though I, you know, even though that might seem like a waste of money or something. But like to me, it's worth it for the relationship yeah. It's worth it for me to protect myself from, you know, keeping my heart from, you know, lusting. Yeah, and so it's yeah. just like, what is your relationship worth to you? And so that's kind of why we put this on the list as well. Yeah, um, that's a good one, and highly recommend, especially for like just men. You can like have kind of like you said, like partners, sort of. So like accountability partners where it'll notify this those. person. Yeah, yes. men and women. Sorry. Um, Next, personal pleasure. <laughs> that sounds so so weird. Um, always disclose. So like he's not, you know, taking care of himself, I should say, sexually, without like letting me know. I think it's kind of a dangerous slope. And then same for me. Like, and it's fun. Like if we're apart from each other, like if I'm out of town or he's out of town, like we'll kind of like we'll just let each other know. It's like if I'm like in the mood or something and he's literally not there. I'll shoot him a text and just be like, Oh, I want you. Like I, um, and then, you know, things will go from there. I'll say, but like, it's never like, you know, we're going to like do that on our own and then like never say something. Even, even if like, there's been times that he's like, not in the moment, he's not saying like, Oh, hi, Jackie. I just want to let you know, I, whatever. But like afterwards, he'll just be like, Oh, by the way, I, you know, did this well, and and I think this this really came up when, you know, when we first moved to Dallas, we moved because there was a job transition for myself going into coaching where I was I was gone for like, you know, months at a time, essentially, and you know, it was kind of just a a parameter that came up through that experience of like, we're married but we're not seeing each other for literally months. Like, what do you do in these situations? And so, you know, that's kind of where we came to the agreement. Yeah. We're just like, like, let's just let each other know. Yeah. And 
Um, the other thing behind it, though, is like, I'm letting you know because you are the person that I'm thinking about in yeah. whatever I'm doing. It's not like, hey, by the way, I'm over here looking at porn. It's like, yeah. no, that's not acceptable. But- and side note, <laughs> something that like kind of helps in that area to make sure is both of us have like pictures and videos. This this feels a little explicit <laughs> to say, but it is what it is. It's the truth. Um and we'll like I would say like I don't know, several times a year like you know, update those pictures and videos <laughs> and like we have like Seth has like a little private folder in his phone and I have mine it unfortunately it's not like a private folder, it's just literally in my images. Um, but like, we'll have that of each other. So like, literally if I am in the mood and he's like at a meeting or something, it's like, I just to, I don't know, like I, I, I got some, some to look at that's already mine. You know what I mean? So like just a little, you know, if you don't have that situation happening and it also just helps to like, make sure each other is the source of like the whatever you, you guys get what we're saying. Um, drinking, always communicate. Like, again, this does, it's not like, hi, I'm just calling to ask if I can have a drink. It's just like, Hey, I'm having a beer. Just like, you know, like if we're not with each other again, this was something in our past that kind of wasn't super like transparent and open. So that's why for us, it's something that like, we just let each other know just, you know, I like, to come home and he's like a little tipsy or something. I, it, it just like never felt right to be like, Did, are you like, okay, am I talking to Seth? Like what's happening here? So anytime, um, we're like, anytime we're like not with each other and we're like having a drink or something, like obviously not if we're like, like I literally went to a bridal shower today. Like, I'm not going to be like, Hey, just let you know I had a mimosa. Like, no, but it's more so if there's, if it's like Friday afternoon and we're not together and there's literally no reason that we would need a drink, but he's going to have a drink or I'm going to have a drink. It's like, we'll have a drink, but we'll just kind of like keep each other in the loop and just be like, by the way. But again, that's kind of a more like personal one just from our past. Um, and then what, I think this is the last one. Or yeah. no, that was the last one. It we just have, one. um, so yeah, I guess the last, you know, as we wrap this up here, probably just a couple tips to consider is like boundaries are only going to be as good as you are. Boundaries are only going to be as good as you are as good as keeping yourself accountable to them. Mm, if that makes mm-hmm. sense. So like, if you have no accountability to yourself for what you say you're going to do, like they're pointless. Yeah. Your boundaries aren't really going to do anything, but when you commit to something or when you say you're going to do it, then you have to follow up on that personally. And I think the the flip side is also getting accountability outside of yourself. Yeah. So absolutely. like, and really we would suggest having accountability of the same, same sex. sex. Yeah. You know, someone who really knows you and... Or can uh, get to know you. Yeah. And, and, you know, quite frankly, a lot of people probably don't have relationships like that yet. So I would challenge you to find those relationships. Hopefully you do. And and that's something that you can kind of 
um, kind of just, you know, lead, you know, and hopefully kind of reciprocate as well. Yeah. But take initiative to say like, Hey, like I want to, I want to be more accountable to this. And these are things that I struggle with, you know, would you mind if we talk about these or if, even if I just had a, an open line to communicate with you at any given point, any given time to say, Hey, I'm struggling with this or I, I did this something that you, you know, habits that you're trying to, to break or not do. Um, so really having, you know, being accountable to yourself, but then also having external accountability that you are open with and can, that you just, there's just like an added layer of like, I have to tell someone this, like I, um, have to like, let. so it's, it, I mean, that's what accountability is. It's just like, if I'm going to tell someone I'm going to run a marathon, there's like statistics that it's like way more likely to happen if you actually let people know, because there's people you're accountable to. It's like, I, I said this was going to happen. I told people, so there's like Mm -hmm. this, you know, so the fact that like, there are people in my life, if I were to do so-and-so, not only Seth, but you know, other women that I'm accountable to other women that I, um, am under or mentors or, uh, marriage counselors that it's like, you know, come literally Sunday this weekend, we have another marriage counseling session and it's like, we're going to have to let them know, you know, here's where I messed up. Here's where I need help. And, um, just, it's just someone outside of yourself that can kind of help. So yeah, this, this, this was a a longer one, (laughs) but like, so it's kind of, I hope that makes sense to y'all. It's probably a little deeper. Hopefully it wasn't too sporadic. We tried to kind of categorize the topics. Yeah. But those are our boundaries. And those are our main boundaries that we really try to live by and abide to just for our relationship. And again, you know, the purpose of, of us sharing with this with you and even this podcast is really our desire for other people to strive or not not to strive, but just to have a vision of having a great relationship. And that's our vision. We hope that that's the same for you. And And also just to share with you, like, I don't know, like we've, yeah, we've gotten these tools from like other people who have wonderful relationships. And so we're definitely not like a pillar of a wonderful relationship. We just, are people that have like sought out and implemented these, these tools that a lot of people don't have. So it's like, let, you know, we want to take these tools from other people. We didn't know about them. We didn't know. So it's like, whoever doesn't know like that you need boundaries, this is your sign. And there are some of ours and you know, there's different people we've talked to. Some people have boundaries that we're like, Oh, that's just not for us. Or some, you know, are like, Oh, we need that. That would be so helpful. And some we've come up on our own. So come up with on our own. So um, we just always, again, just want to be as real and open, as vulnerable um, as possible with you guys. And we just really, I mean, appreciate you listening. And if you ever have questions too, like feel free to DM me on Instagram or to whatever i mean wherever you can find us <laughs> go for it um because we really do care like it's i don't know like we're all in this together so thank you for listening in but that's all we got for for boundaries today yep 
So, yep, that's all we have for today uh, <laughs> on another episode of Never TMI. Again, I'm Seth. And I'm Jackie. And we are signing off. Peace out.